Listening, supportive, non-judging, and trust. These four virtues are essential to a more sacred kind of communication, so that we can allow others to more deeply express themselves and become more empowered, and do so ourselves as well. In order to truly receive another's sharing, and in order to truly share, there must be listening. If I want to be there for you, I must first be present to you, inwardly, That means I have to be able to step out of the stream of my own conscious thoughts to listen to yours as you express them. Externally as well as practically, it means that I'm undistracted and have the time to hear what you have to say. There once was a man upon when I asked him how he was doing, he said, I refuse to tell you, because it was clear I wasn't going to hang around and listen to him. So I have to know if I can't stop what I'm doing, I might need to pause you by saying, I really want to hear you, but I can't right now. Can we set up a time to talk later? We also have to be able to hear. Many times, I've had a bad phone connection and said, "Uh uh-huh, uh-huh, I hear you, even though I couldn't hear squat, because what the person was sharing sounded so personal. I didn't want to hurt their feelings. Listening is a deep responsibility, and so for us, too, we can't get into the interior of a person, but we can check in. Do you have time for me to tell you about something? Can you hear me okay? Now everyone's different. My wife sometimes complains to me that I don't share enough. Sometimes she's right, but the truth is I need a set time for sharing. I don't like to share unless I know I've got plenty of time and indeed energy to get into it. I don't want to share just before I go to bed at night or right before I go to work. Fundamental to listening is understanding. I would go so far as to say that true listening isn't hearing. It's understanding. It's not remembering, it's not the amount of which we say, "Mm mm-hmm, or you don't say, or how could they. Listening is understanding. Listening begins with a willingness to understand. If you don't approach it with that, you're not listening. You're judging, or validating, or evaluating. What is misunderstanding? It's not disagreement. It's not listening. When challenged in relationships in particular, it is not problem-solving that is required, but listening that can solve everything. In order to be a presence for someone sharing and to share myself, there must be a supportive environment. This can mean being an environment where we can be engaged in an activity together, but we shouldn't be interrupted. It can be while playing golf or while driving, but maybe not when we're paying the check or when the kids are in the car and screaming. We can share a little maybe, but we should gauge ourselves and even be willing to pause someone else too. Being supportive is incredibly important. It means if I can in that moment be supportive of you, want your highest good with you, and yes, love you, I should stop you. Now, you can be angry with someone and still hold a higher consciousness for someone, but this isn't always easy. In turn, if we are sharing with someone who isn't supportive of us, we're not in support of ourselves. If I know your goal is to win an argument or prove me wrong or hurt me, I can't sincerely share with you, nor is it all that supportive of myself to listen to you. And this leads into judgment. In order to allow you to share... I cannot assume I know and understand what you're saying, where you're at, or what you should do. Just like when I share, I don't want your help. I don't want your advice. I want you to be a presence where I can help myself and come to clarity for what I really want to do. No one who really tells you what you should do is engaged in real sharing. And if we're telling people what to do, even if we're right, we're not sharing, we're telling. This is why so often in arguments with our partners, even when we're right, we're wrong. It's the sharing guidelines. When sharing, I often want three things. I want to be heard. I want to be acknowledged, not always validated in what I'm saying, but know that it's understood. 
and I want to make up my own mind. I don't want what I'm saying to be a bridge to what you want to say. I don't want to be told I'm right or wrong, and I certainly don't want to be told what I need to do. Also, if I'm in judgment about you, I'm holding you to the past. True beneficial sharing doesn't forget the past, but it holds each person to the present. We can make new choices, we can engage in new behaviors, and we can grow. Venting is not sharing, it's just dumping. If you can't hear what you're saying, it isn't sharing either. Lastly, is there trust? In order for you to share with me and in order for me to share with you, there must be trust. Trust is often a difficult concept for me because I don't like to put pressure on people. I prefer to say I trust God or I trust the process, not people. And that's well and good, but if I want to share, I have to trust. Trust for me is the one thing I can't fake. I can fake happiness. I can fake love, but I can fake trust. Trust is that experience of believing your boundaries are being respected. So having trust with someone means that a rapport is established in which you believe not only the other person or persons can respect the guidelines, but that you can too. It's often trusting ourselves that's the hardest issue. This is why at times in my life, strangers were my best friends. I could trust my intuition about them, and I didn't have to put too much pressure on myself to keep the guidelines long term. I still love to talk to strangers, but my relationship with people I'm close with is pretty important too. We have work to do with our partners with our children, with our family. If there's a relationship you really want sharing in, don't try to just go into it and start. Work on the guidelines of the relationship first, then see what happens, and stay willing. I do my best not to share unless I feel I have them.